0: This is Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 WZEW, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Here's Kelly Finley.
1: Good Sunday morning, and welcome to the Community Roundtable. I'm Kelly Finley. Very excited to talk to you, and of course, wish you a happy 4th. As you uh, listen in, you always know I have great guests, and I continue with my theme, I do this every Sunday, and I absolutely love it. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which organization they're with, or sometimes organiz- organizations. Um, and then we we'll get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Kelly. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Phenomenal. Thank you for the invitation.
1: Absolutely. Let everyone know who I'm talking to.
0: Well, listen. Uh, good morning, listeners. My name is Levy D King the III. Uh, I am the founder and CEO of Coached Up, a professional development firm. And I humbly serve as the board chairman for the Mobile Area Black Chamber of Commerce, amongst many other things. But those are my two loves right now.
1: And I'm going to add in a husband and a father, too. Yes. I, I love the fact that my guests are just so well-rounded. Mm-hmm. And that's why I asked you to come on, because we can all get better and be better when we're amongst better.
0: Very much. Right? Thank you. Thank you. It's welcome. about your circle, right?
1: Hey, it is. that's right. <laughs> so tell me about Coached Up. What is that?
0: Well, Coached Up is a professional development firm. Uh, of course, that's our industry, professional development. But what we do is we want to coach up our clients, uh, whether it be Fortune 500 organizations, whether it be small mom and pop organizations, whether it be individual Uh, We don't have an itch. Uh, We believe that every single organization needs development. Uh, That's how we grow. That's how we expand. That's how we turn into uh, or grow into phenomenal organizations. And so but what we focus on in the professional development area is we focus on culture. I believe culture is where organizations turn for the amazing better. But a lot of people believe culture is about the environment, the yeah. atmosphere, um, you know, relaxed, stressed environments. But I do not. I believe culture is not about that at all. I believe culture is about behavior. I believe if your team exudes positive behavior, Mm -hmm. if your team exudes focus, if your team is excited and happy about being a part of the organization, then they're going to be phenomenal. But behavior only changes when mindsets are changed.
1: And that's the culture.
0: That's what we do. We go in and we change how people perceive their roles, perceive uh, their contributions and perceives how the organization values them. Once we change that mindset, behaviors change.
1: Value is a big deal. And I think during, the, and we're still very much in the pandemic, but during the, I mean, just the, the meat of the pandemic, you really got to see who mattered and who felt like they mattered.
0: Most definitely. I, I think that the, while the, the pandemic was horrific for some people, we, we know that loss, um, loss of income uh, that some people have not been able to recoup thus far, but I do think it taught us m- many lessons. I think it, definitely taught uh, Kelly that the value of those persons who are in your corner. I think that that matters, but I believe it also taught us all how to pivot, right? We're, we're accustomed to going one way
1: Absolutely. and it forced
0: us to either roll or, or become run over. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it, but I believe it taught us how to pivot, how to change, how to adjust, how to, how to morph into doing something the same, but doing it a little differently as well to be successful.
1: I always said that the pandemic took too many lives and, and mm-hmm. impacted too many families, but there is always a positive. And the positive is more people realized how, how awesome they are. Yes. Okay. Resilient, like, right? You can, could- <laughs> You can garden. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And you can lean on your neighbor, and ev- we're kind of going through the same things. We just needed to come out of our homes and, and talk to each other and, True. and then learn which organizations are there to help build this up. I agree. I think a lot of people, and I think about this because I'm on this like fitness journey.
0: <laughs> take me and- with you. <laughs> Please take me with you.
1: Because I know I have the work ethic, right? <laughs> but I know I, that I need the direction. <laughs> and I and I told I, I'm and I'll tell more more about this in later shows but I told the um the group that I'm meeting with I said listen I have to command have a command presence in everything I do. Mm-hmm. But with this I'm okay with you taking the reins.
0: Wow. That's self-awareness. Right? I love that. I love self-awareness. That's the only way it's going to work. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because
1: I can be I can be I can mean well but be in the parking lot. <laughs> and not go inside and get that workout in. Yeah. And I think that, you know, organizations like yours, you're you're encouraging people to to better their strengths. Very much. And those weaknesses that they have, you're there to help them understand how to how to pivot.
0: We are. I think that so many times because no one wants to go and sit and listen to a corporate trainer or Mm-mm. you know, for for one hour, let alone six, right? So and, and so I've done it so long I've been in this industry that I understand those are the those are the attitudes that that I'm going to to see or, or encounter whether it's internally uh, sometimes they're both internally and externally like Right, like
1: you're looking out in the audience and so you see I'm, the faces. I already know it right so
0: <laughs> so but after What's about 20 minutes tell me? <laughs> um, I think people realize that our sessions are different by design uh, I, I purposely communicate that without saying these words but this room is inverted versus uh, me being the the hierarchy in the room, and them being the 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 lack of the right word lowarchy because that's mm-hmm. not a real word. Right, it's inverted. You know, they're 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 the higher mm-hmm. beings in the room. I'm there to serve them, right? And and I think once they notice that, that I'm not coming in with arrogance or. A know-it-all uh, attitude, even though I am the subject matter expert, right? I
1: mean, you know, and there is a fine line between arrogance is. and confidence.
0: It is, and it,
1: and for secure people, they see you, they go, "Oh, he's confident. I'm gonna learn from yes. him." Yes, but from insecure people, who does he think he is? It's
0: different. Yes, yeah. Yes. So, so you, I have to build their rapport. Uh-huh. I have to build their rapport in about the first twenty minutes or so. Once I do that, we're ready to journey together. And so, really, my session is all about revelation. Uh, I want to reveal to each person in the room. Who they are, how they fit into this puzzle of the organization, uh, what their weaknesses and strengths are, mm-hmm. where they can grow, uh, where they can become a better individual, which allows them to be a better professional.
1: I, just the fact that you said we are ready to journey. We. You didn't say they're ready. We.
0: It's a combined journey. You it know, is. there is
1: power in words. Seriously. And when you hear that, that because that, so, I think many people, they, they work in a job. Sometimes it's a career, but it's a job and they think nobody appreciates me. I'm just going to do just enough and get on out of here very much. But when somebody (laughs) takes the time to say, hey, good job,
0: it matters. (sighs) You know, I've shared with audiences and I know money matters. Trust me. You need money to survive. Okay, but people will take accolades over money. Uh, majority of the time, you know, fifty dollars. What are you gonna do with fifty dollars? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you can use it for gas now. But anyway, um, a whole tank. Uh, <laughs> so, but 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 the choice between receiving a fifty dollar, mm-hmm. you know, reward or award or recognition. People want to be recognized in front of their peers, right? They want their peers to know that the organization appreciates them and appreciates them publicly. And so many organizations, I believe, are learning that you must appreciate your team members at a deeper level. A thank you is great. Um, but a, a a simple thank you every day, and that's the only thing that team members are receiving. At times, it becomes white noise, and you need to go a little deeper and work a little wider in order to show appreciation for your team.
1: How did you get so good at this?
0: I don't know, Kelly. I tell you, I, <laughs> yes, you do. I I, I, I I don't know if I'm good yet. I'm still working. But
1: on you it. move people, and I know whenever whenever there's an email that you that you send, whether it's an email blast or just a response, it's always. Just positive. Well, and thank you. It's affirming. You're welcome. And it's and it's about its business.
0: Well, you know, I think that I guess I've learned over many years, and this is a statement that because I'm always stealing stuff from people, right?
1: <laughs> I hope they steal stuff from me. You're right? borrowing. I'm borrowing. And, right? and so, courtesying. <laughs> so, and and
0: the first couple of times I referenced the person, but right. once when I get to number five is <laughs> mine But um, and I, and I'm hoping people have done the same for me, right? They hear something that they use, but. But I heard a speaker say years ago, uh, and I use it today, and I think it really is the basis of why I do what I do, or maybe it's the, the nucleus of what I do. But if serving others is beneath you, then leadership is above you. Ooh. If you're not serving, if you are a leader, if you've been exalted or promoted or risen to the position of leadership, you should first appreciate being in the role to help people grow because mm-hmm. that's your job. Your job is to help people grow expand and to reach whatever levels they desire that's your responsibility and so if you're not willing to serve the people who you lead then you're not a leader right you're just a boss and there is a difference between leadership and being a boss
1: that's such a professional way to say it because to me if you're not willing to serve those who you're supposed to lead get out move Go. Go away. I mean, seriously, yeah. you're, 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 you're wasting space. Yes, yes. You're marking time. You are. See? You are just You know floating. why I said
0: that. I, I know. I'm. A,
1: that's right. I'm going to get into it. Because <laughs> people, when they hear my guests, are like, all right, I need to know his backstory. Because how did he get here? Yes. And so that's what we're going to do. So you were born here in Mobile. Yes. You attended which high school? John S. Shaw High School. And after high school, where'd you go next?
0: I went to the Marine Corps for four years. Right. for, for tough. Mm-hmm. But learning years.
1: Yellow footprints involved. Yes, yes.
0: I love, uh, listen, still nightmares today. You know, it, it was so polite when they stepped on the bus. <laughs> and next thing, it just it, it exploded. Right. I'm thinking these guys are, are they don't like me.
1: Where did, you, where did you go to boot camp? Paris Island. Yeah. Okay.
0: Sand Nats okay. and everything. Sand fleas and all those. Heard those all things. about it. Yeah.
1: And so then from there, uh, what was your MOS?
0: My MOS was something that I can't use in real life. So it is, uh, it was an, Aviation ordnancemen bombs, missiles. Oh, you can use that weaponry. You
1: shouldn't, but you I, can
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to stay out of trouble. That's right. right so, that's but right. that was my MOS, and I was fortunate enough to be on an air wing base in Beaufort, South Carolina, and I was able to go different places all over this world. So, but but I did learn a lot. Uh, I think the main thing that I learned from the Marine Corps at a, at a young age, you know, eighteen to twenty two years old, was. You know, they taught me many lessons, uh, but the one that rings true till today at 50 uh, is no one is going to give you anything. If you want it, uh, you've got to go work for it. And just because you work for it doesn't necessarily mean you're actually going to get it. Right. That's it's right. not about the destination. It's about the journey. Right. That's how you learn. You learn through your journey, not through the destination.
1: You're dropping nuggets of knowledge this morning. Love that. That's so true. So after the Marine Corps. OK, you do your four years. Yes. What's next?
0: So come home, uh, decided to go to Bishop State mm-hmm. uh, and I killed it. I'm like, this isn't tough enough for me. Right. I'm straight A's, you know, and so I matriculated over to the University Mobile, Mobile uh, and I went there for two semesters what have you and but for some strange reason um headhunters start calling me and so I, you know, i'm young i'm 23 at the time now ish and uh, receiving these phone calls about people saying hey you know we looked at your background you're great we would love to you know give you these great jobs and the money was phenomenal i couldn't say no right okay. so i took a couple of corporate positions uh learning 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 uh, and I took a, a, a reprieve from school for a couple of years. Uh, and then I went back. Uh, well, I mean,
1: the point of going to school is to get a job. That's
0: right. I, exactly. mean, I had the job. Right? right. You know, but I wanted the, the credentials on the wall. Yes, that's right? true. You know what I'm that's saying? True. So, you know, and I did that. And so, but I went back a couple of years later okay. um, and I went to Florida University, okay. uh, got my undergrad and went right back and got my master's as well. So 28 uh, ish years old something like that
1: and through all you know you you I like the way that through your travels and your journey you're picking up nuggets you're picking up you know knowing what you like and you want to make it better and then things that you don't like you're like okay I know not to do that as a leader but where did the the idea of coached up come from
0: so as I got into my professional career with these different organizations the one organization that really I guess revealed to me that I was able to coach or direct people was uh, FedEx um, I worked at FedEx for a couple of years and um, the team that I led really did very well surprisingly so uh, <laughs> so and I start realizing people actually listened to me they listened to me mm-hmm. they didn't challenge me often right they of course they challenged me all team members do which is good right yeah, you need yeah. to be challenged and pushed but they really honed into the words that I used and 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 the way I I led, and so I learned from that experience that I think or I perceive that I was a good person who was able to make connections with people.
1: Are you, are you even killed all the time like this?
0: I'm always on a hundred. People just don't see the hundred.
1: Okay. Internally,
0: I'm always on a hundred.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> but but the, but the delivery is but,
0: but but the external. I'm always try to I try to remain calm okay. and, and so forth and. And so, um, long story short, um, I matriculated in banking. I was a branch manager with Compass Bank, didn't know anything about banking, and they gave me a branch. It's like, hey, you're going to do well.
1: Okay, and that's exciting, but scary for those who may be, I don't know, bank members. That's right, you know, and
0: and, and thank God they don't tell people that, right, (laughs) Right. you know, so, um, but while there, Uh uh, because I was in the banking field, there was this organization called Urban Bankers. Uh, It was a national organization for uh, minorities in the financial services field. And so, um, They started noticing me at different events where I would speak on banking, right? Speak on banking, the the, the power of banking. And so these nice ladies who still I revere today uh, encouraged me to join. And when they encouraged me to join, they had one purpose. They wanted me to uh, participate in the oratorical competition. I'm thinking like, what are you talking about? Oratorical? First, what is that? <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> when they explained it to me, I'm like, I can't do that. But I did uh-huh. uh, Won locally, um, went to Atlanta, Won regionally, and then went to New York. Just thinking I'm going to win, right? I'm like, I've already won twice with no training. I'm going to I'm going to stomp on anyone who stands in front of me. Well, I lost. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably and the so best thing that happened. I to you. did. It was good for me. I lost, um, and so when I returned home. Um, I received my scores a month later, but I never really opened the envelope. One of my colleagues came back to my office and she saw the the logo on the envelope. She says, you know, what is that? I said, "I don't know. And she opens it up. She said, these are your scores. I'm thinking like, OK, I lost. She was like, you need to read these scores. And so I actually have a speech tied to the scores. And so there were four judges. One judge gave me 100. Another judge gave me 100. One judge gave me a 99. And the fourth judge. Gave me the score, which is the year of my birth, 72. Ooh. And so at that particular point, I became angry. Huh. I'm like, the fix was in, right? The fix had to be in. So I, I made a point right there. I would never lose another oratorical competition in my life. And so I joined Toastmasters and they taught me structure. They taught me form, right? And I never lost another one ever. And so that led me into, hey, why not get in front of a group of people? Uh-huh. Kelly the more I did it the endorphins in my brain would would be doing a happy dance right that is my fix just being in front of people and sharing and then as I grew it wasn't about the words I spoke it was about the response from the people in the room people noticing that and I'm noticing that they're actually joining with me right and so I just decided to jump into this full time and uh, back in 2014 I stepped away from my job where I was making very good money, and my wife she says, "What are you
1: doing?" Like every two weeks, money. Yeah, like every two weeks, money. <laughs> like right, like right. no calling people on the phone for money, right? Can I get a contract? Right.
0: And I stepped away, and she supported me. But that first year, Kelly was humbling. It was debilitating. Back to seventy-two. Uh, back to seventy-two. I mean, I cried. I I, I wept. You yeah, know. Yeah. But once we once we matriculated through that year, mm-hmm. uh, fifteen was a little better. Uh, 16 was better and you know we're eight years into this now and I love what I do every day
1: and as a true wife I'm sure she said I knew it I knew you were going to do great
0: well you know (laughs) <laughs> Reluctantly, no.
1: <laughs> I'm giving to her the wife status. She said she, it. She claimed it.
0: <laughs> she she she's extremely supportive, and, yeah. and I know without her, I couldn't do what I do every day. It's clear. Yeah. it's very clear. Well, thank you.
1: Yes, yeah, indeed. Now go back though. What the oratorical contest? So what was the speech? What was the the subject matter?
0: So I, th- I think my, my subject matter may have been leadership, right? But what we did is so the the it was in New York, and so it was a fantastic trip. Okay, free trip. So, I mean, I won because I had a free trip. My wife <laughs> right. was able to go with things, me, too, thing, right?
1: Things are better There's when it's free. a free trip, right?
0: <laughs> and so, but we were in the northeastern region. Uh, and, of course, the National Conference was in the northeastern region. The gentleman that won was from Philadelphia, uh, which was the northeastern region. Gotcha. Now, my wife did tell me. She says, you were good. She says, he was good, too. She said, but you should have at least. <laughs> Came in second I came in third And so she says I don't know how they did that She said believe it he was good And he had humor then I didn't have humor In my speeches it was just a speech See
1: you know, is, and some people may perceive that As angry man I from the so. south who's supposed To have the southern hospitality Yes I had none and you were just uh.
0: I was just i was just going to it was topic matter Deliver it, deliver it tight and Boom. crisp but um, but so with that being said, I enjoyed it, but it taught me a lesson. It really did. It, it says you know it taught me a lesson not taking things for, for granted, right? That's and I right. am still a neophyte to to speaking. Uh-huh. So, but but I had won twice with no training and no coaching, and, and I thought I had it
1: when you enlarge your circle because you, that may have worked on this side, yes. But then when you are up against people who've maybe been doing it for a year longer, they yes. may have taken what they've learned and most definitely it, it makes sense. And so that's why it's so important. Like you may be the star, whomever in your field. But if you don't travel anywhere, That's right. who are you comparing yourself well, to?
0: It's like I've heard people say, and I know you've heard this before too. If you're the best person in your circle, you need a new circle
1: <laughs> Right Right For real Yeah Every person And I have a very small circle But every person makes me better Exactly They can do something I can't Exactly And I'm constantly I ask questions Oh yes <laughs> I, <laughs> I believe it somebody.
0: Definitely I like it <laughs> right. You've asked me questions before And I, it keeps me on my toes that's I love it, it I hey, tell that's you It what keeps friend, me sharp That's
1: what friends are all about That's what it's about um, And so Toastmasters I have to admit to you I've read about Toastmasters um, I've received some emails But I've never met a real life person okay. who's, who's been part of Toastmasters Okay Um one or two things that that really stand out to you that has helped you in your journey mm. that you've learned through Toastmasters
0: so first Toastmasters is really not about speaking it's about leadership ah. uh, that that is their basis and they 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 build up your leadership confidence through speaking mm-hmm. because speaking builds confidence when you're in front of a group of people and you can speak and your point is understood and you're able to intellectually and articulately uh state your points and people people it resonates. That builds confidence, right, and so uh, it teaches you leadership through being able to do that and so uh, Mobile has a strong, rich toastmaster 's history um, and 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 I was a member for many, many years uh, there as well but but it is a great organization. That really teaches you uh, uh, how to put speeches together, right? So you have to learn different types of speeches, mm-hmm. sales speeches, um, uh, moving speeches, um, uh, speeches of gratitude, humorous mm-hmm. speeches. So El- Elevator? You. Yes, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. You, people can ask me, what are you doing? I'm, I'm ready to go, right? Um, but the one thing I think that it teaches you more than anything else, every single week when you have your meetings, uh, you're given an opportunity to, ex- to speak extemporaneously. They'll just call your name and give you a topic. Blue Sky. And you have to speak for like two minutes on you Blue Sky. You know, some sky.
1: people want to faint when, they, when, when yes. they're when they called out like that. Yes, seriously. Like they they want to change their name.
0: And, and you have to adjust. Yeah. And so it really taught you and it, and it teaches you how to remove filler words like um, arms and what's. I never say an arm in a speech. I never say So you say, you
1: say that now. So now people are going to come it. to every speech. And I want do them it. to listen. <laughs> I want them to listen, right?
0: You know, because they teach you by ringing the bell. So you're doing a speech, and every time you use a filler word,
1: ding. Oh.
0: And you don't want to hear that ding. No, you don't. Because they'll count your ding. Because
1: everybody can hear it.
0: Everybody can hear it. At the end of the meeting, they would tell you how many ahs Levy King had. Mm. And I was horrible.
1: <laughs> That's frightening. And I had to work,
0: right? <laughs> but, it, but again, it, it, it's that under fire, right? Absolutely. And leadership is pressure under fire. Mm-hmm. You have to make decisions mm-hmm. that affect more people than you every day.
1: And everyone's not a leader,
0: I th- I believe they think they are. They do. Um but leadership is heavy. It- leadership is thankless. Um but sometimes you don't realize what you have until it's gone, right? And then they really begin to reflect on your contributions. That's but right. that's just human nature. But a true leader doesn't let that bother either him or her. They they know what they're doing is 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 right and meaningful. They know that they're using values of morality with the decisions that they're making. I used to tell people all the time when I learned this over time, when I terminated somebody, I never lost sleep. Never lost sleep. Really? Because by the time I terminate that person, of course, unless it was an infraction that needed to be terminable immediately. Okay. I didn't lose sleep over that either. But when I terminated someone, I spent time with that person trying to help them reach levels. And at some particular point, I realized it's just not going to work. So, in order to know you're terminating somebody at the right time, you must spend time learning and building the relationship. If you do that, you'll never lose sleep by terminating somebody because you're actually doing them a favor.
1: You put in the time to get to know this person. You and, must and, and and know how they work and and where they strive and and ways in which they're they're trying or maybe not trying. Correct. That makes a lot of sense. You know, in the, today's workforce, it seems like bosses don't know their employees and they don't even look at them as teammates. No. It's that hierarchy. It is. But you've got to understand the culture.
0: That's right. I, you, you said that, that earlier. To, you've got to know when you're away,
1: mm-hmm.
0: does the organization still function properly? Right. Right. Are you on vacation and can't disconnect? If a leader can't disconnect on vacation, Mm -hmm. that means he or she hadn't laid the right foundation for the organization. Because they're
1: micromanaging.
0: They're micromanaging. And so they don't trust their people. And so you have to be able to trust the people around you in order to succeed. If you don't trust people, you can't move forward. But you?
1: but you, you have to earn that trust.
0: So people ask me all the time, Kelly, which one comes first? Respect or trust? Respect. You don't earn respect. Respect is given. I'm going to give you respect as an adult. I'm going to give you respect as a professional. I'm going Mm -hmm. to give you respect because you're in this organization for some reason. I'm going to respect that. But over time, you affect my respect for you by your actions only. Only. It's your actions. Do you keep your word? My respect increases. Are you honest? Mm -hmm. My respect increases. Mm -hmm. Are you dishonest? My respect decreases. right? Right. But that trust, it grows over time based on what I observe. So I give respect It's your job to either to uh, help me keep that respect for you or lose that respect for you or increase it. Trust grows over time just by me watching and observing
1: you. You know what? Sometimes I feel like some people misstep when it comes to respect because they may meet somebody in a jovial situation. Like let's say at a wedding and they're having a good time. Everybody's drinking and, and eating and yeah. And then on Monday morning, (laughs) okay, we're at work. Yes. You need to understand those lines.
0: It's a different environment. Different environment. And, and we must adjust to the environment.
1: There goes that pivot again. And there's
0: that fine line again because it's a fine line with spending time with your peers mm-hmm. and your subordinates out of work. Yeah. And you have to know when you transition into work that now we're in a different space.
1: It's as as my sweet husband would say, it's a slippery slope.
0: It is. It is. Okay. Too many when, people slip.
1: Yep. And they don't know how to get back up that hill they do not and it makes a difference and you know all i mean first of all i'm i feel coached up already for those (laughs) who are listening and they say maybe we are a fortune 500 club or maybe we're just a a business or maybe we are just a a mom and pop shop but we know we need your services how how do they reach out to you
0: so they can either go to our website which is coached up c-o-a-c-h-e-d up the number two Success.com coached up to success.com. They can also go to our coached up Facebook page Mm -hmm. and it's coached up under Facebook. They can also reach our offices at two five one five five four seven two three eight Monday through Friday.
1: I love in your signature that you have breakthrough leadership inspirational corporate trainer. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. You've hit all those uh, points uh, during our discussion. And we're not wrapping up quite yet. I do want to say that it sounds like you've taken all of those attributes and contributed them to the Mobile Area Black Chamber of Commerce. You're chairman of the board.
0: I am. I I humbly serve as the chairman of the board for that organization, which I'm very proud to serve in that role. Uh, it It is an honor for me to be able to Um, have that so-called title of chairman. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, that that organization has grown a lot in the last couple of years. I'm so proud of of watching, witnessing its growth. And I'm excited about where this organization is going. I I know we've surprised many people because I'm sure that many people thought that we would be uh, by the wayside by now. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're not. There has been several iterations of black chambers in the the city. and People have asked me, Levy, why do you think this organization is getting ready to hit our fourth year? um and it's very simple to me it's about relationships that's right we have built relationships across boundaries and
1: the and the value you bring
0: we we try to bring great value we do we we're, we're working hard to do that we know we we still we're still building we still yep. have things we need to do but we also understand that we're not trying to outgrow our growth we're trying to grow at our own speed and mm-hmm. our own rate
1: can i tell you the most beautiful part though and again the name is of course, okay, tell them the name, Mobile Area Black Chamber of Commerce, right? Yes. But the most beautiful part is the diversity.
0: It's very diverse. When I you think come to the surprised. meetings,
1: you see every shape and <laughs> shade and color and shape. Uh, I said shape twice for a reason. <laughs> um, but that's beautiful. Why, and I'm sure the billion-dollar question is, is there are other chambers. Why the need for this chamber?
0: Great question. And, of course, Kelly, I receive it all the time and I love that question mm-hmm. right. So I think first of all it gives uh, a sense of uh belongingness to 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 black business owners. It does. For for several reasons. Uh first of all, we encourage all of our members to join all of the chambers if they can afford it. Okay, right. Uh cuz cost <laughs> is a cost is an issue for That's any right. any business owner. So but but some many black business owners specifically don't join larger chambers because they're intimidated. Okay, there's an intimidation factor. Uh, there's also a factor of um, not wanting uh, to 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 be um, uh, overlooked for whatever reason, and some just don't take the opportunity to look. So what we've done because we have specifically reached out to every level of African American business owners in Mobile, um, they've joined our chamber, and many of them, Kelly have gone on to join other chambers so we've helped that right you're catapulting we we are and we're sharing we're sharing the knowledge but mainly because the black chamber should be here because it lends to mobile's progressiveness when you google things if you're going to move to a city a couple of things you're going to look at safety education business entertainment and housing before you move you should anyway right Um, And when you look up businesses in City Mobile and you see that Mobile, Alabama has a black chamber that shows we are a progressive minded city that's important in the year
1: 2022. And to me, everyone wins when everyone gets an opportunity and is encouraged to uh, lean into more resources like you offer. All right. I hate that we have to wrap up, but boy, oh boy, have you have you really empowered us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for the invitation. Anytime. Facebook, Instagram, you can follow up on Coached Up as well. And you can also follow up at the Mobile Area Black Chamber of Commerce and join. No matter what you do, join. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Community Roundtable. Levy D. King the third, my guest this morning. Be sure to keep you tuned to the Sound of Mobile station. Coming up next is 251 Now with Kelly Finley.
0: You've been listening to Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 WZEW, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Tune in next Sunday at 7 a.m. for another edition of Community Roundtable on the Sound of Mobile.